Welcome to the Key Influencer Show. Talking social media and culture. This is James Andrews. Today our guest is uh, Mylik Teal. She's the founder of Curlbox and a friend of mine. And I love that her office is strategically placed around the corner from my office. <laughs> right, I know. I almost walked. I, yeah. It's a little wet out today, though. It's cool that we're so close. Um, yes. Because, and let's talk a little bit about how we first met. I, I, I'll let you know before I gush over her that she, I find her to be one of the most innovative entrepreneurs um, that I've spent time with in the last year. Awesome. And so I keep her super close to me under the belt. And <laughs> where do we, if you can just remember, I don't. I uh, think I stalked you. You, I wouldn't go that far. I no. think we both go to the same hair person. That's right. And Danielle's like, oh my God, do you know my league? Mm. And then I think you were like, you tweeted me. Right. And I got the tweet while I was like either getting off of a plane and I was, and I saw the tweet from you and I was like, oh my God, yes, I have to connect with him. And then I forgot for like a whole week. And then it hit me again. And then I think I messaged you back like, hey, yes, I did get that. I do want to connect. Yeah. Um, Let's see what we can do. And I think we did like lunch, like maybe a week. Like, yeah. You stopped by the office. That's right. I did. Yeah, you, we stopped by the office and we and we had a good chat and then we had lunch. And That's then right. you've been like plugging me in. You know, I've gotten some really cool, I mean, it, it pays to know you. So, mm-hmm. you know, I've gotten connected. You'll like send me an email like, hey, Hyundai. I'm like, oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> we did some fun stuff with Hyundai. We, yeah. That and was cool. that video, I just randomly looked at it the other day. I just ran it. I think it said like, over 60,000 views. Like, I, know. I didn't even give 60,000 views on my own. <laughs> that was fun. Yeah, so in a short yeah. amount of time, we've done some fun stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, we did a thing with um, Melody McCluskey mm-hmm. at Style C. Oh, my God, yeah. And she's been, like, a super awesome connect, just person to know and yeah. kind of get me out of my own way. Like Good. She, she got me on Tinder. No. Dating. I'm still going out with my first Tinder date, thanks to Melody. I saw him. He has like a, a, an arm. Wait, is that He's him? very cute. That is him. He's got like a bicep. <laughs> yes. I saw your Facebook page. <laughs> He's super cute. It's like cute. a guy with a bicep and a puzzle. <laughs> and then she's got a smart, brainiac new boyfriend. That's... <laughs> What I interpreted. Yeah, he's super like in like he's he's more like um super full like like it was so funny, we're putting together the puzzle. He's got all his puzzle pieces organized by feminine and masculine, meaning like pieces going out versus pieces going in. And then you see my puzzle, I just got <laughs> stuff everywhere. I was like, This is how I work, like I organize chaos and right. he's like Nice. Yeah, totally different. But Melody, I was telling her, I hadn't dated in like a year. And uh, Melody is like, you need to get on Tinder. And I'm like, Melody, I'm important. <laughs> she's, important people don't do Tinder. Yeah, and she's like, kind of like, get over it. So she starts showing me and she showed me like some of the people that were on there. And like, it wasn't all bad. Does she use Tinder? Melody, I'm not going to say whether or not she okay. uses it or not. I'm just saying that she has friends. You know, she knows everybody. I know. She knows everybody. There. She has her own Tinder, I think. Yeah. <laughs> Right. <laughs> she is her own, like, she is her, she is a force to be reckoned with. And so I got on there and I'm like, I did my profile. Then I was still scared. Then I like started like liking people, still scared. And then finally I saw this guy that was like super cute. And I was like, this is a guy that I would actually date. So I actually like, when I matched up with him, I wrote him like, oh my God, like, I love your smile or something. And he was like, I think you're like the first girl that's ever like done that. Wow. How long so, has it been? How long has it been dating? Um, almost six months. Mm-hmm. I know. I'm telling you guys all my business. So you're off the grid. Kind of. You heard it here, folks. <laughs> on, the, on the Key Influencer Show, a woman that you might think is on the grid. You've seen her Instagram photos. You've, you've seen them. You know, when she goes out, it's a serious affair, boy. You get four or five looks <laughs> each night, right? But, she's off the grid, y'all. Yeah, no. So, Melody, it's just like, the, I think that that's what's so awesome about connecting with people like you, connecting with people like Melody, is that as business oriented as this is, and I was even talking to you about this, like how hard it is to date in this space. And even you were kind of just like shaking your head like, yeah. No, I'm off the grid. <laughs> You're like, I don't know how you guys are gonna do it, but <laughs> good luck. Like, good luck sh- on that one. Yeah, like, I mean, you were saying, you, like women who, yeah. You're so busy. It's so hard. And so that's why I recently did a dating podcast that just says, you know, something that I learned from Melody and from trying this is that it has to become a priority much like. So after I got on Tinder and was doing this stuff, I started I committed to two nights a week to date. So it was like just like I work out three mornings a week. I was like two nights a week. I'm going to date. So somebody asked me, I was pretty much like, yeah. And it kind of killed the nerves. And so I was just like, all right. 
you I don't know like when you are busy and you are working like we are you have to organize this and you have to do it like you know thinking you're gonna just bump into someone we don't bump into anyone anymore we're on our phones we got the music blaring in the car on Spotify well guess what when you get married you actually have to organize like it doesn't end. My point is, like, yeah. everything gets scheduled. Yeah. Like, you have to schedule everything. Like, oh I gotta, like, talk about, like, can, you know, can something happen tomorrow night? Like, can <laughs> I get it, can I get in your calendar, you right. know? That's but no, it's everything is, when you're an entrepreneur, when you lead, when you live a life that's not nine to five, yeah. scheduled, you're in one city, it just, you know, when you're an entrepreneur, it's, it's these things um, yeah. have to be managed, working right. out, you know, um, yeah. making love to your, your mate. <laughs> whatever. You, <laughs> or whatever it is. You have to plan it. You have to plan you, it. You have to, yeah. you really do. And so, I mean, there's these, I'm like, you, you, I don't know if you want to care, but if we're talking to under, other entrepreneurs, Cosmo makes these like 365 day a week, like sort of, I don't know, intimacy or just like spontane, spontaneity kind of cards. Hmm. So it's like, you can like, pick one out and like say like okay before Wednesday we are going to do this and it actually is pretty cool because it's like something that you guys will have to do together and you know you have to get it done oh, and even if you're cool. just talking about it it still like connects you so it's very cool like I really try to work on these things because I know and just by being around me this guy um, is now becoming an entrepreneur. So this is his last like week. I can say it because wow. he put in his notice. <laughs> wow. So he's going off and doing his own thing. And I think, you know, I'm I'm just saying like, wow. there's no ceiling or no limit. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, it's like, you're good at what you do and you're cute. Like, I'm like, the fact that you're cute is enough for you to be making more money. Get out here. <laughs> well, you're inspiring. Mm-hmm. That makes sense that, you know, after you guys started swapping spit that he would <laughs> sort of feel this entrepreneurial thing. <laughs> yes. Um, Tell the folks listening sort of how you got started. Well, first of all, let's tell, tell them if they don't know already. Mm-hmm. For those of you that have been living under a rock, uh, you should know what Curlbox is, and they're doing phenomenal business. And um, maybe you can explain a little bit about what you guys do. Okay. We are a Curlbox is a monthly subscription service mm-hmm. for um, hair products for women who have naturally curly hair. Most women with naturally curly hair are uh, African American. Um, and so we. Well, there's some nice Jewish girls out there with some Oh my curly God. Hair. We have nice Jewish girls. We have, um, we have this girl, Diane Mary126, on Instagram. <laughs> yes. She's like this super cute Barbie blonde who, okay. who got Curlbox for a long time nice. and did some awesome videos. And so, you know, um, I think that. Uh, our market is mostly African American, yes, but course. we definitely have some like Latina writes about us often, mm. which we love. Um, so we are for everyone. If you have a tighter curl pattern, um, even if you relax or you straighten, like we call straight naturals, okay. um, we put together um, products for these people to try, women okay. and men, because I used to think all women, but there are men getting curl box as well. Okay. And that just focus on um, moisturizing and, and manageability. So we want for people to be it feel like they can do their hair and not be so frustrated, which I think was a huge concern mm. for us for a long time. So let me get this straight from the business model perspective. So mm-hmm. they sign up to become a subscriber. They do. So any day of the month, you can go on our website and get information. You can sign up to get on the list is what we call it. What getting on the list is means is that you are now on the list to get more information about our exclusive monthly membership and then we do some sort of boxes throughout the year curlbox natural curlbox kids and now we're working on curlbox body which i'm really excited about Mm. so Mm. by being on the list you find out about when all these things are happening why do you need to be on the list because these boxes don't last Mm. you know um our memberships don't last so we flexed up on our membership Mm. this year which meant that our list was open the longest it's ever been about 18 hours we haven't done that oh by the way i know this is a big deal because my producer cameron when she knew that we were (laughs) booking you as a guest she was like oh my god i've been trying to get on the list for so long yes and she she I, i said i might know someone who knows someone right that you may be able to right but i understand that it's like Eighteen, basically, eighteen hours. You're only taking an X amount of people. Well, that we haven't done eighteen hours. So our three year anniversary is three year anniversary of of collecting money was this month, and then our three year anniversary of boxes is next month. So we hadn't done that in three years. So our memberships sell out in about thirty minutes. So this month, which was this past Saturday, every Saturday at 3 Eastern, we open this list. Okay. And the number of memberships typically flex, but it's a lot. I don't think people realize it's not like four right. or 30 or anything or 300. Like it's a lot of memberships. 
and but, they but it rotates out. every month. So if I'm in January, I mean, I get in in February. Once you sign up, you're good until you cancel. Oh, okay. But oh, if you, it's about saying. becoming an initial member. Initial member, got it. And so that part is tough. And I have tried, like this past weekend, I tried to get a membership. I will try myself to 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 test, like how hard this is right. you know and I really don't want it to be this hard I really don't like sometimes I get mad like with my team like why is this crashing and they're just like like I don't I think sometimes we get like 70,000 hits like at, at one time which crashes the site so from a fulfillment standpoint it's just a matter of the business you couldn't fulfill we couldn't no more because of the just the demand I mean but you're also you're also using products from um, companies, right? Yeah, right. And so I think that sometimes people will write to me or say, you know, how do you not, how have you not flexed up and taken on more members, right. not understanding the demand? But I think the larger picture, which a lot of people don't understand, is that companies are, I have to wait for them to catch up. Oh. Okay. So in three years, like if you notice, if you've been down with us from day one, like the boxes are like crazy amazing and so much better mm. because I knew that we had to wait for, you know how everything works. One person has to see another person do it. And right. so once you see, if you see the number one brand doing it, you know, it's right. like we just had a, we just kicked off the year with like Shea Moisture. And I don't know if you know about Shea Moisture, but they are easily one of the most powerful brands on any shelf right now. It's shea butter. Shea moisture. Shea moisture. Okay. Yes, my mother calls it shea you know butter. You know Cameron? Okay, good. Cameron. Yeah, my mother calls it shea butter. She okay. loves it. She's like, and they now make makeup, which is in Target, mm. until my mom is just like, she felt like by trying the shea moisture products in her curl box that she now trusts. She said, I trust anything that they do. So wow. she pulls out some makeup and she's like, I bought their makeup because their products work so good. I trust. She literally said this. And I was like, I feel like my mom is like the target. My mom is not huge on YouTube. Mm. She's definitely not on Twitter. Um, even though I busted her one time, like tweeting out pictures from her friend's party. Like right. she didn't know. She just hits tweet on a website. And I was like, I was logged in and I woke up and it's like my mom's <laughs> tweeted all these pictures of her girlfriends at her party. So she's not. So she's she, not, right. She's not on the She's grid. on Facebook. She's not really on the But do the you grid. have to be to find out about Curlbox? Um, a little bit because, because yeah, the sign up process the is all driven process, by social. It's all social. Like we do everything online. You okay. know, I literally kind of launched on Instagram. You um, launched the company on Instagram. I did back when people used to be super cool on Instagram and post like one picture a day. Right. Even when it was like that was the thing, and I was like kind of spamming it. You know, wow. now everybody spams right. it, so I don't do that anymore. But that's what I started to do, and I, I have a really good friend in business that explained to me that like focus on growing my numbers because mm -hmm. the larger numbers you have, I think it's like at least one or 2% of that number will mm -hmm. buy something from wow. you. So I was like, all right, I'm going to just get my numbers up. So that's what you've done you, you, now. Yeah. You know? So yeah. Curlbox as a, as a, as a, as a username has a over huge following. 200,000 Instagram wow. fans, over 200,000. And then amazing. we've got lots of people over, I think 75,000 people signed up for that list we were talking about. Okay. And um, just, you know, I think 90,000 on Facebook. And what I, you know, I don't do any contests that mm. say, follow me, okay. follow this, follow that, because I feel like in order for me to do really good business, I need a really, um, I want to see how true my following is. Mm -hmm. So I don't really care if it's 100,000 or 500,000. I want to know that these are people that have clicked like and have signed up with me because they really want to be here, not because they want a free, mm. you know, toothbrush or a free, you know, I, you know, I want people who are like, I'm here because I really enjoy what you're doing. And those are the people I think valuable followers i have yeah. truly valuable a true valuable following right. so these are not like sign up here get 10 percent off i do not do that because i want to know what i'm really working with yeah and how do you uh curate the content do you have someone a community manager on your team i do i have a really awesome community manager who like uh, the people who work with me did not start out as friends like they were masters at what they did first and we've become friends over time okay and by becoming friends they have learned how to speak my language mm. so everything that is comes out mm. through curlbox um 
someone else may be doing it, uh-huh. but these are people that I get together on Sundays at my house mm. with, that I go to the museum with. Like we've, I've pretty much traveled with every single person on my team mm. um, for leisure purposes. You know, mm-hmm. we I try to get together with them so that they learn how to speak my language wow. and they know what I like. So so they're fluent in they're fluent in my box. Yeah, yeah. fluent in your brand. Yeah. And they're fluent. Like I have this theory about being trilingual. Mm-hmm. That every brand, um, especially looking to perfect you know, their digital communications approach mm-hmm. needs to be trilingual. So they need to be fluent in the brand, mm-hmm. fluent in the medium, because each medium has its own language. Instagram's different than Facebook. Facebook's different than Snapchat. Absolutely, right? yes. And then the third is is fluent in the culture. Right. So knowing what's happening in the culture. So right. I would imagine that that's kind of what you guys have. Right, right. Like, so our Instagram followers are more hipsters. You know what mm. I mean? These are our New York girls. These are our, like, they like fly. I call them the fly mm. girls. Mm. Um, our Facebook community is different. They like more like um, how to's. They want to mm. see like one, two, three. They want to see steps. Uh-huh. Um, and then you know Pinterest is a little bit different. They like something totally different. Um, and then Twitter. So it's a. I think that some people try to communicate the same yeah. across all of their platforms. No, no. Absolutely not. Yeah, yeah, you can't do that. And we've learned that. You know our. Our Facebook community prefers more straight style. So that's most of our straight naturals. The girl who's like the press out the hair, mm-hmm. they love that cut color. Like that's that community is down with that. And you learned all this over time. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, Measuring. Getting, yeah, measurement. Mm-hmm. And, and then what have you learned as, as an, an entrepreneur and as the founder? Like, mm-hmm. you know, what have you, how have you used social? Oh, wow. You know, I think that social allows us to really have... Uh, like the closest connection possible with people and so we any kind of customer service issues Mm. you know like there was there was a situation where this one particular argan oil when people were opening the top was cutting people's fingers and so the brand didn't know that we didn't know that and they were so happy that we told them that that Mm. like they had they had to switch the bottle like so you're providing a lot of feedback to these brands okay so you're playing a role for them Mm -hmm. from a from an r&d standpoint yes of saying okay and I don't think when you're when you're shipping out thousands, when you're putting this in the hands of thousands at one time, you're going to get all the information that you need right at that point. And so I think that, you know, people can get together and do all of these like focus groups. And this this is the ultimate focus group. Right. And so what I love about the community is that because this is a community, they didn't beat the brand up because of that. They right. kind of just gently let them know, like because they, they see the fact that like it's a date. So it's like, OK, you took me out on a lobster date by providing me with this like 15 argan oil but you know my chair broke a little bit or you know it was a little too salty or something so they are giving like this really um i think it's like a it's like constructive criticism and Mm. and i don't know you probably know about black twitter (laughs) it go we go in but this group kind of like hey you know they lovingly supply yeah like your bra showing (laughs) right right tap on the shoulder your bra showing right (laughs) that's good yeah yeah. and they um so is you know i imagine with curly hair Mm -hmm. you need to find and i know all this because my daughter who by the way interned for you and was so good she was great all of 13 guys yes and I, I had her intern for Curlbox. Yes, summer. and she was so good. And she's ready to come back. And now my wife has cut her locks out. Oh, snap. Okay, we so got to get her some. Yeah, yeah. so she's, yeah. she's now joined the ranks. Of have the, her come in. We're, yes. uh, this week, we should be having like a whole truck full of products, new oh, products okay. coming into the office. Awesome. I'll have her come in. Awesome. I learned from those two in my house okay. that there is a constant ebb and flow mm-hmm. of trial and error Always. with these products. Right. And so... Is it that once I find my 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 thing that I don't need Curlbox anymore? Is that kind of where you where you're leading them to? Or yeah, we I mean, hope is it, is that it, they is it here. I want to sample what's out there. Someone goes, I got the magic potion. I'm using this for moisturizer and this for this. Now I'm good. Well, or, that's the hope. The okay. hope is that we get you to a place where you have your holy grail products. The thing about uh, this group of women is that they're very non-committal when it comes to their hair stuff. So I have some holy grail. I got some products that I love that I like use, but I'm like, oh my god, there's a new curl butter coming out. Like there's a new edge tamer. There's a new like I want to try it. Yeah. And I think you know what I love that our group has become open to over the the years is that being open to some stuff that you would never pick up. Like Pantene makes this like 
wax that is not it's called something else and you would never pick it up mm. but they sent it to us i had a meeting with them and they have um celebrity stylists on hand that they were like this one and it's not marketed to us it's not in the ethnic section mm. but there's it's pound for pound one of the best products they have a couple of like really good products that you would never think to use mm. so that's what we're trying to do is introduce them to, to different things that work your hair texture is going to change seven times over the course of your life. Hmm. So it's not your fault that this stuff's not working anymore. Oof. You know, it's like if, if you're going to, it's going to change um, the climate here in Atlanta, you know, in the summertime with the humidity, my hair gets bigger. Um, so I need something different. Uh, color, a lot of women color their hair. We do not want that gray. Now that I'm 35, the gray is coming. Color is going to do something different. The product's mm. going to work different. And so my hope is to get you to a place that, you can find what works or if you're like me and you travel and you accidentally leave your whole bag at home mm -hmm, like I mm -hmm. have before, you can walk to CVS, walk to Walgreens, walk to Walmart, mm. walk to Target, some of our brand partners, you know, walk in there, get what you need. I had a presentation and I needed to wash my hair and I had nothing. Mm. But I can go into CVS now and go boom, boom, boom. Because know. you know the products well. I do. What's the cost? For me, is a monthly subscriber. $25 per month, and you're usually getting anywhere from 30 to sometimes 80 bucks of mm. products. Introducing Play.it, a podcast network like no other. From award-winning news programming and number one sports brands to entertainment and business leaders, Play.it is delivering storytelling at its best. We're going to be having conversations with newsmakers and culture shapers. I will be talking mostly about fashion and how I've been marketing all my life. Tech, culture, and entrepreneurship. Everything in the world of sports entertainment and wrestling and beyond. Hear what you've been missing at Play.it. Talking social media and culture. This is the Key Influencer Show with James Andrews. So you started off, and I don't know how much you want to talk about your, your customer base yeah. in terms of numbers, but you started off when you first, tell me how you started the business. Like, how'd you even get into this? Oh let's, let's take it back. Let's okay. take, let's give me I, old school stories. I had, the, I had the idea, and it was just like, it was just like, I quit it a couple times. I had this idea, just like you have in here, posted up all my like inspiration. These are the people, this is how I want it to look. And, um, and then I just started talking to some friends that are really, I have like two best guy friends that went to West Point. Like these guys are like the smartest people that I know, but mm. I'm still, I'm very friendly with them. So I mentioned it to them and I have one friend who kind of gave me all of the like, uh, all of the negatives. Like these are all the problems you're gonna run up against. And he was right because they were, and mm. some of them still are. And then I have the other friend and it's so funny that they're friends because it's like yin and yang. He's like, well, let me tell you all the positive stuff. And so he mm. basically told me all the things that I can do and gave me some steps. Like if you do these things, you can get it up and going. And so I like, you know, every time I would look at this project, it would just look like bigger than me at every moment. Like this is, I haven't worked in the hair industry. Like I don't really know that many people and I don't know if people know that I only had about three contacts for real people who knew me when I called them on the phone when I started this. In the hair industry? Yes. Right, because you had come from being a publicist. In music. Oh, okay. So, did they, right, the two didn't, <laughs> you didn't have a hair music class, yeah, right? No, and yeah. so I was like, so I quit it a couple times, like, my league, you can't do this. Like, I literally, I, I literally told myself that. Had you quit your job full time or no? No. You were still I working? Still, I was in still your, working okay. my agency and had this idea. And then I had told like, my, I told like three people and everybody that I told kept saying, when is Carol Boss? When is, I was like, wow, you know? And so it became like this baby in my stomach. Like uh -huh. it wanted to be birth, I swear, it kept me up at night. And I said, you know what? Forget it. This is what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna just launch it. It's, I'm not ready. It's not done. I have no boxes. I have no products, but I'm gonna just go. Wow. So and I, you still had your job. Yeah. Okay. So I had my girlfriend put up a, so I had my girlfriend design a splash page. So, you know, the logo, I tell people all the time, the logo, I was talking to one of my, this girl who designs, who, who made logos for clients for me when I was doing my PR agency. She called me one day as I'm getting my tire fixed. The hoopty that I was driving, the tire was always like, flat. Right. it was always a consistently flat a problem. So yeah. I was on the phone with her and she was just like, I told her, I was like, girl, I got this idea. Like, I want to start this company, but like, I don't have a, I'm just not happy with the logos. Cause I had a couple people try and she was like, well, why didn't you ask me? And I'm like, because you're pricey and like, I can't afford it. She was like, just send me your mood board. So I, I used to do mood boards for every client 
for logos. So I sent her my mood board for it, and she just sent back one logo. Normally, she would send me back like six for clients to choose from. And I was like, that's it. Bam, drop the mic. Here's your logo. Yeah. And then she was like, it was free. She was like, hey, if you ever make any money off this, just pay me back. Wow. Yeah. So, so it's like everything was aligning where it was like you couldn't say I no couldn't to the business say idea. No. So we launched the the splash page at midnight. Um, and that's just because I've worked in PR. I know right. people like this kind of stuff. Midnight. What's right. happening? We had 1,000 people sign up at midnight for more information. Wow. One, so you knew you had something. I knew I had How, something. And you, you launched back then through Instagram or something? Through Instagram wow. and through Facebook, and I even had Essence online. I, I knew mm, Tia mm-hmm. Williams, and she put out something on okay. their website. So I gave them the, new, the news exclusively, okay. and we had a thousand people sign up. And I promise you, we had like a thousand people signing up per day mm. that first week, and it was just like hundreds per day. And so I kind of took that information mm-hmm. over the summer while I was preparing to do this because um, I didn't want to tell anybody. Over the summer, I had literally researched every single hair care brand that I could find. Mm. Every single phone number, every single contact, every kind of email. So I didn't, people were like, you still live in Atlanta? I stayed in all summer doing that. Mm. So when we launched, I just was like, I called one of my friends. I was like, all right, we need to call all these people and basically inflate it a little bit, tell them we have thousands of people signed up for more information and why they want to be the first to get in on this. Wow. So once I had like a couple months, like kind of secured and I had all this crap in my house, mm-hmm. I um, finally, three years ago in January, I took 20, it used to be $20 a month back then. And we had about 200 people sign up in about 24 hours. And even that was like a crazy big deal. And um, we got the boxes out. I, I thought that I would be packing these things myself and all that, but I ended up going to those two smart guys from West Point introduced me to a friend that they know at West Point that runs, like, fulfillment. And I went in and had a meeting with him just to say, like, I know you can't take me on right now because I'm too small, right. but when how big do I need to be for you to take me on? And he just loved my story. We sat there talking like you and I were, and he was just like, you know what? Come on. No credit, no nothing up front, just, like, I got you. Wow. So um, that was kind of like, it, like it was just this constant, like like they say, like when the universe can, like mm-hmm. when you take a step, the universe conspires to help you. The alchemist. Yes. Yeah, it's just like yeah. every single thing that I did, it was like, oh, that's done, 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 right. done, done. And I'm right. like, really? Wow. And not to say that I didn't run into some hiccups sure. along the way, um, but it wasn't as hard as I think I had imagined it in my right, mind, right. you know, what was stopping me because it felt so big. It was like, I couldn't, I was just like, this is a lot because, you know, we, I think in the first year or so we had shipped hundreds of thousands of products, hundreds of thousands of products. Wait, did brands jump on immediately or did no. you buy the product at first? I've never, I, I wouldn't say I've never, because there has been a time where I like, there are some, some things that I really have loved. And these are people who small businesses mm-hmm. I've purchased stunts from small businesses but either they send it to us or they pay us okay so from the beginning it's always been the model yes 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 and how hard was it to convince brands to be your partner um hard but I am like I am like when you come up in PR yeah. you learn how to be like rejection is nothing right. you know when you're trying to get little CC featured on <laughs> LATimes.com right. and they're like slamming down the phone and you're right. like that's okay that's okay so this was mm. the same thing it's like okay I never um, took it personal when brands said no and it's like some of the brands that are working with us now said no said no officially yeah, yeah. and then now they're like I'm like that's why I don't take it personal because I said no is just not yet you wanted to see me prove myself right. and that's that's fair that's fair right. so now that I've proved myself let's go mm. you know what I mean so it was not easy and um, it was not easy at all but uh, my friend always jokes that like I love huge, ridiculous like challenges. Like I'm like the girl in the clutch. I'm like the girl when when you have exhausted every option, call me. Mm-hmm. I got this. You mm-hmm. know. So I love. It's like I love this. Where do you get that from? Where where did you grow up? I grew up in Inglewood. I know the answer to that question. <laughs> I love when I ask these questions. I <laughs> feel so know? stupid. Yeah. Like I know the answer. I should have said she's from Inglewood. Inglewood. Yes, right. I grew up in Inglewood. Um, and so, you know, I grew up, my grandmother uh, is an entrepreneur. Mm. She's now retired. She's 89 now. But I grew up getting dropped off at her store, you know, mm. my entire life. So she owned Benson's Bargain Center, mm. where she would go out. In Inglewood. 
this was actually in South Central, mm, okay. where she would go out and find like a whole bunch of used things that were still good and resell them. Mm. And so she had like clothing items, and she always had refrigerators and washing machines. Mm. And so she, she was the original Sloss and Swap Me. She was the original <laughs> Sloss and Swap Me. And so you know, different people, in, and it helped people in the community who didn't really have a lot because she would go mm. out to the greater, the nicer communities, mm. and bring this back to South Central. So if you lived in South Central and you only had five dollars you could get a bag like a trash bag of mm. clothes mm. so that was the kind of stuff that she did and so I would work with her you know making deals with people you know this is how much you know because that's when you're dealing with this kind of thing how much we she would take me out like shopping to like the big swap meets mm -hmm. where you're wheeling and dealing no I want all this for five dollars and like my grandmother was like such a boss like you know she she would talk down everybody mm. so it's like it's ten she's like I'll give you six you know and so I've seen this mm -hmm. my whole life, and so I've seen women leading. Mm -hmm. So it, it's was nothing, you right. know. My my and my grandmother was married to a younger younger man. Mm -hmm. He passed away a couple years ago, but he was like attractive. He was ten years younger than her, and he worked for her mm -hmm. there. So she was the boss, mm -hmm. you know, of that wow. store. And he, you know, he did a lot of different things. She sent him out to pick things up, but like, so I've seen. I grew up. Mm -hmm. Seeing this, mm -hmm. and then, then, then you spent how much time in Inglewood? I mean, I mean, you went from Inglewood to Atlanta, or was there a stop in between? There, Inglewood. I just six years ago, I was living in Inglewood. Wow! So I went to college. I came back and lived in Inglewood because. Los Did you go to school in Los Angeles? I went to school. I started at Howard. I was okay. like, I don't like this. I think I just didn't like college. I know everybody when I say that, I'm like, sorry, <laughs> but I don't think I think that. Um, I didn't have any, uh, like a lot of people who have family, who have friends, I didn't really know people that went to college mm. or had an experience in college. Mm -hmm. So I think that what I thought college was and what it, like what I thought it was gonna be <laughs> and what it was were two different things. Right. And I was like, this is just like advanced high school. Like I thought I was gonna go to college and be like wearing a blazer <laughs> and like becoming a businesswoman. I thought that's what college was. I was like, this is high school. Right. Just right. like with. But I pay for it. <laughs> <laughs> my freshman year science book biology book at howard was the same book that i had in honors biology 10th grade at my at my private high school wow and i was like wow i could have just kept because that book was like 97 dollars. <laughs> right. like i could have just kept my book right, right so right. i left and then i went to school at cal state long beach for a year mm -hmm. and then i left there and then i think it started to come to me that i just didn't like it was not right. the schools. I just didn't like college. Right. I didn't like the setup. I think I was ready to work. Wow. So no I, wonder we get along. I'm the same guy. Yeah. I finished up at San Francisco State. Purely, oh, you did? Okay. I did because I think I just wanted yeah. to. I wanted to. Uh, did just, you move to the Bay? I did. So okay. I lived in San Francisco. And finished up. Did you move there specifically to finish at State? Yes, I did. And there was this guy that I was like uh, madly in always, love with a guy that in went story. to Berkeley. And I was like, well, yeah. I want to be closer to him. And he dumped me like the month that I got there. Okay. So then which was like. Then you were just you and in San Francisco State. It was me <laughs> in the most expensive city in the world, like at, at 20 years old. Wow. Yeah. And were you, were you thinking I'm going to go into entertainment PR? Is it kind of? No, I was just like, I want to just do what I want to do. And so I worked at Mac Makeup, the Mac counter. I don't know if you mm -hmm. know about that. That was like. I mean, it's a coveted I mean, job. 15 years ago, I was the hot. <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah, I was. I was her. Yeah. So I worked part time, and then it was like I think it was like 13 bucks an hour plus commission, and I right. was and I worked nights and weekends. Oh, like nice. when I was like in I the was city, balling. Yes. Oh wow. Yes, I was doing so well. I and mean, then I got fired. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so it was like I was just you know I've always had that kind of like don't tell me what to do. Right. I got this. I'm making. I was the number three salesperson in that region as wow. a part timer. Wow. You know what I'm saying? Like I got this. So what what they fire you for? <sighs> probably too mouthy. Yeah. I think I said yeah. some things I probably shouldn't right. have said. Some customers try to fight me, and you know I'm still from Inglewood. <laughs> from Inglewood, like, still like, represent. Like, 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 right. Somebody said they were gonna jump across the counter or something. I'm like, oh, like I'm here. <laughs> This might be Nordstrom, but I'm here, right, you exactly. know? So I got fired. I was like, it's yeah, fine. Yeah. Um, so then I went to this agency that represented makeup artists, oh, okay. um, photographers, hair, yeah. and that sort of thing. In deal. L.A.? In San Francisco. Central, okay. And um, right there in Union Square. And okay. so the agent who 
was Laura Taylor. She's out in Miami now. She's dope as can be. Huh. I interned with her, and then the makeup artist started to book me on shoots as an assistant. Uh-huh. So I would like be on. She would book me. I, I never forget Gap photo shoot because mm. Gap is out there, mm-hmm. and I was an assistant to a makeup artist. I literally was just like powdering and putting on lip gloss mm. for four hundred dollars a day. Mm-hmm. So while I'm in college, I would right. work. I worked for on a four day shoot, and I didn't work for the rest of the month. Nice. So I started to do those kinds of things, and that's when being around other entrepreneurs like makeup artists people photographers people who are making a living right. by doing some really cool stuff right. just kind of kept me going like hmm mm-hmm. and so I actually interned with Unilever okay. that summer after I, I worked at that agency the, the girl who was my boss at the, at the agency wrote me like the best letter okay. of recommendation so I worked on the Calvin Klein team up in the Trump Towers Fifth Avenue um, on the classic brand fragrances the obsession mm-hmm. the eternity um and really, I got that internship, and that was like for real work. Right. Like I cried. I right. remember I went downstairs in the plaza after my first week and <laughs> called my dad, sobbing. Like, <laughs> I hate this. Right. This is for real. Like crunchy numbers. They gave me an assignment. It was like the German market wants a six ounce shower gel. <laughs> I need you like based on. I had to go out to like the plant. Like based on our you know product like inventory and packaging. Can we do this? And I'm like, what? Mm. And then they handed, they like plopped this like 10 inch thick like numbers mm. to pour over. And I was like, this is supposed to be the summer. Right. <laughs> supposed to be kicking it, <laughs> nine to five. <laughs> I'm working. Yeah. I, I was, my dad was like, I never forget. I'm, I'm on my cell phone, my little flip phone in the plaza on the phone with my dad in tears, hot. And my dad, he just said, well, come on. I was like, like, quit? <laughs> like, go back like, to Englewood? <laughs> he was like, yeah, you know, it's that, you, it's that bad. Right. Like, that you're, like, that you're, it's, you're crying and sobbing. It's that, co-. and I was like, no, that's okay. Right. And it was just like, like, I got it. Like, right. shut up. Like, wow. he didn't even have, yeah. And he literally was like, he was going to pay. Like, come on back. It's that bad for you. Like, come on back home. I was like, oh no, he got me twisted. I, I, I can do this. And I think that that's just what I needed to right. be like, I can do this. And it was a culture shock for me. Yeah. It's a black girl with, from Inglewood. I had braided my hair in like a number 30. You probably don't know that, but that's no. like an orangey type color. <laughs> and I was like always like colorful and brightful. And I was working at Calvin Klein. Right. These are like khaki, <laughs> white shirt, button down. Right. It's New York. And right. New Yorkers are like sophisticated. I yeah. don't care what you, they grow up like having lattes they at, do. at four. They do. <laughs> They're on a whole different level. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I'm from Inglewood and I were just, I felt so out of place. Mm. Um, but I just sucked it up yeah. and I just did it. Um, and it, my boss, Robin at the time, come to find out she liked making the band. So I would go watch making the band at her house and with her. And that's how we connected. Nice. And so that was our thing. Yeah. Dylan and all that. She was the Jewish girl, but she loved making the band. So that's how I connected. But and then how'd you pivot from that into entertainment? Um, I couldn't find a job. I graduated, couldn't find a job watching TV and saw like this guy saying like, find out what lip gloss Beyonce's getting in her Grammy gift bag. And so then they had this segment where the guy who kind of runs the gift bags came on mm. and I was like, and I would, the fact that I turned around and it had my attention and then he flashed his company at the end of it. And I just wrote a letter. I got, emailed the company that moment and was just like, this is who I am. Like, you need me, but nicely, you know? And so mm-hmm. they wrote me back that day. It was like, we don't have any positions, but you can come. We'd love to have you come in for a meeting. Went in for a meeting. They hired me part-time on the spot in their PR department. Nice. And from there... And they were like a gift bag. Gift bag, gift suite. And they're still doing it. Yeah. And where, this is LA or LA. New York? Okay. This is LA. And then after about a year doing that, this girl who used to work for Remember when uh, Brad Penn and Jen Aniston had a company together when they were married? Vaguely, yeah. Yeah, so she, when that company, when they split and that company dissolved, uh-huh. she came and worked at our agency. Oh. And she was just like, you're so good. What are you doing here? Like, you need to be in one of these, like, top companies. And I was like, well, what are the top companies? And that's when I found out about that underground job list. I don't know if you're familiar with it, but the UTA job list. No. You have to know somebody who knows somebody who knows somebody <laughs> to get it. Uh-huh. And, like, the people who know the people who know the people that you get it from... <laughs> They take their emails off of it because this is like you may not know that you're this is how people are getting fired in Hollywood because right. it's like jobs like well, I, oh. Warner Brother Disney like when somebody's sourcing for that position right. 
it's like someone's heads on the block yeah and so she started printing it off and giving it to me uh, and i went on interviews at i want to say sony disney warner brothers fox right um turned down from all those places and mm. i don't know i took it personal because when i would get there they're like oh i don't think they i looked like who they thought i was gonna look you yeah because my league is such a, like <laughs> yeah <laughs> i think talking to me in the way that you know my writing skills right, and right, so right. when i would show up i would always see this like disappointment like, like oh. oh so my boss uh devora who was had did the PR launch for American Idol. Okay. She was like on and popping and she needed like build out. She was able to build out her team because I don't know, American Idol was it. Yeah. Like it took off. Yeah. And so um, I interviewed with her and uh, she, she took me in and she was the, like she was an assassin. Like mm. I do not know a person who worked like she did. Mm-hmm. And she told me the same thing. Like I was able to keep up keep up with her, but she was so good. She was so good. And that's where I kind of learned to like, she just, she constantly kept pressing. She kept mm. pressing. And so that's how I got to that place. And then Travis Barker hired me away from her. Wow. So Travis Barker hires you and then you do his personal PR? You start your own company? I, I work with him and his personal stuff. And then his he owns Famous Stars and Straps. He owns, um, okay, he owns... Like, uh, he owned, like, a boutique. He owns, like, restaurants. I don't think people know how much he does. No, no, no. Tell yeah. me. What he, do you, I like, don't know. He produces, so he, like, makes music. He so he's drums. a little empire. He is an empire, and he's so dope. Like, he just, I learned a lot from working with him. He I was a bet. trash man, and, like, this dude was. He's he, a trash man. He started off as a trash I man. I didn't know that. Yeah, okay. he was a trash man. And then it's just, like, he, it would not be uncommon to get emails from him 6 a.m., Though wow. he would be going to bed at like midnight working. And it's just like, he works. Huh. He works. And I remember he had like a party at his house, I think, one time. And I remember like he lives in this like dope, like I guess you call it a mansion. Like yeah. his home is humongous. Right. And I remember like being outside by the pool and thinking like his pool area like <laughs> is doper than like any house I've ever. Like you got TVs out here. Like you got furniture right. that you're not afraid to get wet. <laughs> right. I need this. You know, and so I think by like working with all these different people, yeah. I was able to, I was always trying to plug into the common denominator on like, what is it that pushes these people forward? What was it about Travis? What do you think, besides being a, a former trash man? Uh, yeah. I mean, besides being a phenomenal drummer, I mean, I think that he like, he took what he did very seriously. Mm. So like sometimes he would like practice until he puked. Mm. You know what I mean? Like he's playing that hard. Like he practices so hard. Mm-hmm. And um, he, was always really like open like I remember one time I like reached out to him and I was like Travis you should do like a fragrance because he always Mm. smells so good Mm. like you see him all tattooed and you give him a hug and you like damn (laughs) and I was like you and he was like he wouldn't he didn't say no like I'm not saying no like feels a little cheesy but like if you can kind of keep bringing me something was that part of your role and then was it yeah, sort of business like, development npr yeah and okay. so i would like bring things to him and like we would book like he would host parties and stuff right and so i would like book the musical acts and so we had like the cool kids because he time. and dj uh, am right were very yeah very they were good were you dirt around when them? yes yeah, yes when i passed? was yeah. yeah i was yeah. and i was like i remember being mad that mm. they left me on that trip when they went to south carolina for mm. the t-mobile party because travis oh because the one thing they got in the, in the accident mm. I'm, so, I'm sorry, I meant when, when, yeah, when he yeah, died. Yeah. No, that's right, they were in a plane crash. Yeah, yeah, and his assistant was my, like, that was, like, my dude. Right. Like, he was, like, my friend, and I remember, like, I broke out in hives. I was devastated when wow. little Chris passed away because Chris was also, like, I think at the time when he was alive and working with Travis, like, he was his assistant, but this dude was so cold. Like, he made anything happen. I mean, literally. He passed away, I'm sorry, in the plane. He plans passed away in the plane crash. In the plane crash. Like, if Travis wanted purple lighting in this room, he would walk in here and let you know. He'd be like, hey, yo, so I need this. And you'd be like, "Um, I don't know the way. He's like, yeah, you can. You actually can. And he would have somebody, like, I actually got the light bulbs. There's someone here to switch those out, and, like, we'll be done in, like, 10 minutes. And so I don't, like, he he constantly curated Travis's (laughs) world. Like, Travis, like, walked around in this cloud of, like, awesome things happening Mm. for him that Chris kept happening. Like, I mean, he wanted everything done for him the right way mm. all the time and so you know i was uh wow i just had a conversation with him before he passed away and i was just like dude you worked so hard like you need to 
do something for yourself. Mm. And so he went on a vacation. He had like his first vacation. He went to Hawaii wow. before he passed away. Wow. I remember he had like a tan, and I was like, oh my god, like never seen you tan before, you know? Because he's always working. Wow. So yeah, it's um, been a traumatic time. Yeah, after the plane crash, I actually moved. I just never went back to work. I couldn't. Wow. I could not even. Because he was here, I think, getting treatment at uh, wasn't there something? Or? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and so. I never went back to work. You never went back to work. No, I couldn't. And I don't even know. I was like, the kind of way that my mind works, like, I was like, I don't even know who I thought I was. Mm. But I called and I had like seven grand in my 401k. And I was like, give it to me because what if I don't even make it to spend this? Wow. I'm just, I took it, cashed out, took my little 7,000. I don't know how I saved that with the little pennies I was making, but I did. And I was dating a guy who lived here in Atlanta. And I just moved here, moved in with him in wow. the height of the recession. Wow. 2002, three? Uh, I, I think so. Yeah. No, it had to be later than that. Oh, six, seven, Obama. Obama. Seven, eight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Seven, yeah. eight, yeah. Yeah. I moved here, couldn't find a job to save my life. Mm. With all these skills, I have nothing. And so I signed up on this website, care.com. Uh-huh. Right? I'm like, at this point, I'm desperate. I'll do anything. Yeah. Walk dogs, babysit, whatever. I don't care. And Kim Zolciak from Real Housewives of Atlanta found me on care.com. And I remember she called me on Valentine's Day and it said Kim Z. And I was like, <clears throat> my friend had, was a writer for People Magazine and she was obsessed with Real Housewives of Atlanta at this point. So I started watching. Is Kim's the, the white girl? She's the white girl. Thank you. Okay. Yes, yes, yes. And so I remember her voice calling me and I was like, I wonder if this is the chick from Real Housewives of Atlanta. I wonder. <laughs> but she was like, you know, if you can just, I need a lot of help. You know, like I'm on a TV show, I'm doing this. And I was like, oh, okay. So we set up an interview. She gave me a hundred bucks just for interviewing. I was like, it's on. Right. Here it's it on. is. Here it is. I needed cash. And so I started working with her wow. and I learned Atlanta like that. Okay. Because right. She does everything in Atlanta, and I was like returning stuff for her, meeting, going places with her. I did right. it, and so inside of eight months, wow, I was set. Right. Yeah. Wow. And so then you 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 fall into this entrepreneurial thing. People saw me on the show and were like, because when I left oh, LA, okay. people, none of my LA friends knew where I went. I kind of so you just, were on the show. I was on the show. <laughs> Okay. I kind of just like evaporated, and my okay. friends like I just I was so sad, and like I didn't tell anybody I was leaving. <laughs> I just. After Chris died, I put in my third day notice in my mm. apartment that same week, and I left third days later. Okay. Um, so Do you still people, talk to Travis? No, we no. don't. But I've emailed him some things, and I've seen him connect with people, so I know he's getting it. Good. I know he gets it. He seems like an amazing cat. He is. Um, and so we, uh, I started working with her, and then people saw me on the show, and they were like, you're in Atlanta, and then people started giving, reaching out to me to do projects. Okay. Um, working on just I would start getting paid to work on some PR projects remotely. Okay. And so I started doing that and managed to like save up all this money. So wow. that when me and the guy broke up, I was kind of like, there it is. Bye. All yeah, right, bye. yeah. See you later. It's and now fun. look at you. <laughs> I know. You don't have a hoopty anymore. I don't have a hoopty. You have a successful business. I do. You have a blog, you have a following in social media. Yes. Everybody wants to be with you. You have um, brands that are throwing themselves at you. <laughs> Take me down. You are very inspiring. Introducing Play.it, a podcast network like no other. From award-winning news programming and number one sports brands to entertainment and business leaders, Play.it is delivering storytelling at its best. We're going to be having conversations with newsmakers and culture shapers. I will be talking mostly about fashion and how I've been marketing all my life. Tech, culture, and entrepreneurship. Everything in the world of sports entertainment and wrestling and beyond. Hear what you've been missing at Play.it. Talking social media and culture. This is the Key Influencer Show with James Andrews. In your world, in your industry, do you, do you feel like there's some, some brands that are doing it right? Or like that impress you? Or maybe brands you want to work with that are doing it right? Or wow, is there anybody yeah. that's kind of like, you know, because I know that the, the, the hair, beauty, I can put it all in one lump. It's going through a transition. Oh, yeah. Um, especially with women of color. I mean, mm-hmm. there's a whole thing. And, um, you know, I know we both know Lisa from Carol's Daughter. Yeah. And... I wonder, like, do you feel like there is room for, like, is there someone who's actually doing it right? Like, I feel like Lisa was super innovative she was. for that time period. And she is. And she is. Let's and, not, she still, and she still, like, is, yeah. I think for as 
big as her company has gotten. And we're talking about Lisa, Price of Carol's, Price daughter. Of Carol's daughter. Thank you. As big as her company has gotten, it still feels warm. It yeah. still feels like if you see Lisa, she'll hug you yes. at, the, at the marketplace, you yeah. know? And I think that that's a huge feat. Like, yeah. how do you keep growing and go from Macy's to this? I think that they've just done a wonderful job of pivoting. Yeah. Like, from Macy's to Sephora to Target to, like, boom. And it still feels good. Right. Sometimes it's hard to make all those moves and, and a company still feel good. It still feels good. Yeah. Um, my, she, my wife was telling me they're expanding who they're going after. She saw, saw her in H, HSN, I guess. Yeah. And yeah. it's not just about women of color, I guess. Yeah, yeah. And I met Lisa, like, and I don't know that I, I just, she's so raw and so real. She and is. And I just was like, it was just, it just, for, it just confirmed that I can continue to be myself. Yeah. You know, she's so herself. She is. Um, that I, I dig that so much um and i think shea moisture which i think probably mm. is competing in the same space okay they are another company that just really is getting it right the price point is like incredible mm. the ingredients are amazing it's just one of those things that it just works and i think that they um they're just in the it's consistently in the right place at the right time mm. you know what i mean it's just leading the charge i love working with them and i kind of understand like i've i've worked What's so amazing about these sorts of brands that I get to work with, especially the black-owned brands, is I get to meet the, the, the CEOs and like the founders yeah. of these. Companies. Is there a founder of Shea? Shea? Is yes. there like 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 Lisa? Is there yes, a Lisa there of Shea? Is. Oh, there is. Okay. There is. It's a it's a family. So it's like it's co-founders. Like so, it's uh, Rich and his mother, and then I think Naeem is the other guy he works with. But mm. Rich is kind of like the the person that you will interact mm. with. Based most. based where? And what city? He's, yeah, you can tell that he's a G. Like I don't care what he <laughs> says. Like you can tell that he's like he's not to be played with. Are they New know? York based or? They are. Okay. They are. I went out to their headquarters and um, got to see they're one of the only I don't know, they're one of the only uh, companies that are still manufacturing doing everything in house. Like oh, wow. they are doing everything. And so when I went back there I was like mm. it's humongous. They mm. have their own trucks like mm. to know that there are still people like they've cut out the middleman. Wow. And so they're doing everything themselves. I mean that stuff is is amazing. Um I really love uh this is going to sound crazy because it has nothing to do with anything, no, no, no. but it's like Anastasia Beverly Hills, the eyebrow chick. I, I do know that one, yes. Yo, her makeup and right. like this lip stuff she has, I just ordered mm. like $100 worth of stuff from her over the weekend, and I was just saying I wasn't buying anything this year, mm. but she just moved me, and I was like, you started with brows, and yeah. that's why I think people are looking for their passion and like, what's that thing, you know, they're looking for, she started with something very simple as brow shaping, right. took that, expanded that to, you know, boutiques, mm -hmm. she's got, I think, Brentwood and Beverly Hills, mm -hmm. she's got the shaper pencils, and I have no brows, and her pencils are like mm -hmm. insanely mm -hmm. amazing, and then she's just getting it right in every category, so mm -hmm. now she dropped the eyeshadows, and it, this lip stuff, I don't even know what this is this looks like the most insane i cannot wait to get it wow so she's somebody yeah i hear really great things does she use social killing social wow i think she has like over a million followers yeah. like huh. or maybe it's three million like and she's it feels like she's doing it if she's not i'd be surprised because she'll have pictures of herself and pictures of people and and something that i've noticed about these like these these companies and these entrepreneurs is like they've had people working with them for years like the turnover is so low like you go to these companies and i think even anastasia beverly hills like some chicks been there 15 years like right. when you're doing it right it's like people want to be yeah. around they yeah. want to be around and so that's something that i think that i try to like when it comes to building my team and leading my team is that I want them to want to be there. I want it to make it hard for them to move on, right? you know, and do something else. Yeah, I noticed so. that about you. I remember when I, I came to the office, you have a distinct leadership style. Yeah. And you, I don't know if it's documented somewhere, if it's like a playbook, but, <laughs> but you definitely have a way that you are grooming mm -hmm. your team, which I was very inspired. I think I do the same thing. Mm -hmm. um, and... It, it, one you talked about it in terms of like them being able to interpret your brand voice and social media that's one part mm -hmm. but most importantly building you know legacy like yeah. building something that's transit I mean I don't know if you're gonna be doing this for the rest of your life and know. so and so I think but if you set it up right yeah you actually have 
a Curlbox ethos and a yeah. Curlbox way of doing business. Absolutely. And then you can do other things. And it seems like you're setting yourself up for yeah. success in that way. And I'm just trying these things. And yeah. they just happen to be working. You know, I, I think what I did is said, okay, I'm going to take all the things that I disliked about being an employee mm-hmm. because I hated it. People should not hate their work. Yeah. How do I fix this so that I create an environment that I get that is people are doing a lot for me and so I think that mm. and I just had a conversation with a girl over brunch yesterday that when you give less than people deserve you get even less from them yeah. than you're giving them so it's just a total wash and yeah. waste but if you kind of like give them the things that they need give them things to survive give them what they need like my, my team the output is like they're monsters right. like they're ki- like they're like three or four people in one right and so whenever I, I always crack up when people are like i mean they get complimented so much because they are good but then i also try to lead by example i'm not the girl that's like sitting up on my high horse with my feet up it's like oh you do this you do that and like i'm on the ground with them like they see me like you know i'm humping every day just like they are and so i think that they appreciate that and they respect that and i don't keep them if 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 we knock out our work and we're done at two or three o'clock let's go right i don't need them sitting around like they did what they're supposed to do everybody doesn't need eight hours that's right but if we need to go past eight hours right you have that right you have that reserve yeah yeah so what's next i mean are you going to raise capital are you what do you do from here i mean i I can imagine it's a matter of scale and growth and it is and i would imagine that you are at a point just (laughs) making a blanket observation from the outside that you're at a point where you know you can pivot your model you talked about going into body and Mm -hmm. and going into other 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 uh you know uh, verticals i guess yeah um that's one part but even to scale those other verticals you probably need um, capital or have you taken outside financing or never okay i've people reached out to me um but i just haven't taken it um i i don't know like i'm i'm a little bit uh weary about it not right. that i wouldn't yeah. um but i just think that some things need time and i think that when you're talking about we were talking about the language and the voice it's like once my biggest fear would be to turn this over to a place where it goes back to people not understanding how to talk to us. That would piss me off. Because what you've mastered is the ability to communicate to women. Yes. And so I think that it's so important. And so, and I can't even tell you how many times I talk on the phone with some companies and it's just like, I feel like I'm in a time capsule. They, They took me back to like 2007 or 99, you know? And it's just like, it's so hard to change something at a big, one of these big companies, you know, it's so hard to like, tell them this is not a good idea right. like I've, I've said that like you know that I've tried to say that like to brands yes right. like close but no prize like this still feels forced right. you know I, I can show you how to do this without forcing it yeah um, and I think that that's important um, so that has been my fear true mm-hmm. fear in, in yeah. doing something like that um, and I think like what I have found through doing this is that I really enjoy teaching you mm. know I love sharing my experiences. I love. I've been podcasting since 2011. No way. Yeah. You have a podcast? How come I've never been invited on your podcast show? Are you kidding me? I didn't know that. I've been podcasting since 2011. I'm on iTunes. My podcast. People like them, and basically all they are are conversations as if I was talking to, like, my younger self, you know? Wow. And so I've been doing them on how to network. Like, Is it just you talking or you interview guests? Me. I oh, I gotta listen to your podcast and I get some tips. No just... My latest one was on dating. I just did. I do them on like how to get out of your own way. Wow. It's like you know, I do all kinds of them, and they get. Um, I do. I've started them on Podomatic, and it's the number one podcast on Podomatic and careers. Wow. Um, and then iTunes, when we got on there, it was like put me in the new and noteworthy okay. section. So I, we get thousands of downloads a day. Um, wow. Of women, I think, just wanting information. Because I'm giving them that real, like, I talk about how generational trauma kind of shapes the way we work, you know? Right. How it's like angry black woman attitude, this and that. Learning how to really navigate the space right. without, like, you don't have to take everything so personal. Right. Or, you know, all these different things that they just don't know. It's like, I talk about, like, I did a podcast about how I hate seeing p- people with headphones in at work. Like, just even just us, like, this is like I was like and you can write me and tell me if I'm wrong but I hate walking into companies and seeing the one black girl with her headphones in like bumping you know (laughs) and it's like you need to take them out and engage and engage right and it's like 
what that I talk about nonverbal communication. Yes. You're, you're whether I don't care if you're listening to my podcast. Right. You're what you're communicating to people. Right. It's just just right. just do it for me. Right. Because I did it in that and I'm here because I was like, you know what? I'm not letting these people play me. Mm-hmm. I'm here. I'm listening. I got my ears open. How are you going right. to overhear some really vital info if you got music going? So different wow. things that I share with them. So good. And they don't beat me up about it. They kind of like respect it. One girl wrote me back and was just like she she's a writer so she has to have her music right. and they encourage her i was like okay that's fair cool you know but i just i share a lot of stuff and i've been doing it for a while but i think that that may be next for me like okay. i think i want to start like maybe a series and i did a um i did a google hangout last night for like an hour and a half really yeah with your community with your people your followers yeah. and it i think it did really well first time I you've think. done a google hangout in this way okay. like I was at my house and I had on like no makeup and I was just like you know I've started putting on makeup I was like I'm at home I gotta go to the was it a plan or did you tweet out hey I'm doing a hangout um, it was planned okay. and so I did it with a girl who had did an awesome blog post about my podcast Okay. and so I reached out to her and I was like I really dig what you did like let's do something so she set it up cool what's her name What's her? her name is Think In Grow Chick. Okay, thinking Grow and, Chick. Yeah. Atlanta based? She's coming to Atlanta next week. Okay. But she's not based in Atlanta. Okay. But she was like, she put it all together and it was awesome. Nice. And she's going to be e- emailing people the free notes. Okay. The master class. And so I just did like a nice, really sort of kind of like a super transparent, super if you were over my house and we were talking kind of cool. thing. Because I think we need that. Yeah. We really, uh, we need that. I don't think that I got that. And so I said, I've got to show. Us a way that you can be who you are. Yeah. You do not have to have an attitude. Right. You know, there's there's a way that you can do this and win. Right. And that's what I try to teach my girls in my office too. They're young girls, but I think that they have it. Yeah. And if with some grooming, these girls are going to take over the world. Yeah. I'm ready for them to be my competition. Speaking of the world, you travel a lot. Yes, I do. I, I watch. I watch you as I started <laughs> off as a stalker. I continue to be a stalker. Um, so you seem to be a lover of the world. Yes. Where have you been uh, recently that sort of moved you and, and uh, inspired you? Or where do you want to go that will move you and inspire you? You know, I really want to get past Europe. Like, okay. That's as far as I've gone right okay. now. And so I want to go further. I want to get to Asia. Yeah. Um, I hate flying for long periods of time. Mm, okay. So my goal is to try to um, try to get make some stops yeah and kind of stops there and stops back which may make it like a month-long trip because i just hate flying for like 24 yeah. hours like this the thought of that makes me have you sorry i didn't catch up but have you thought about your business um globally in, yeah yeah you know i have okay but the thing that i i know is that i need to be in the community in yeah Fano because everybody wants something different okay and so i would not try to do that without having some sort of finger on the pulse of what's happening mm. because here I w- I've, go- I've gone to some hair shows in Paris yeah it's just different yeah what about South America and Brazil that would be good we should they've talk they've got some good stuff we should down talk. there because there's yeah. some um, there's some brands uh, Brazilian brands that work amazing oh. like here uh, uh, I can't think of the name because we should talk trying, yeah I have yeah, an idea Nat, it's really good out okay. of there they, they make some really fantastic things it's just I try not to overextend myself, yeah. you know, because it's easy to do. It people, is. It's easy to do, and it's, people will try to do it for you. Sure. And I don't ever want to do a bad job. And so when I'm not really interested or I'm not really prepared, I do a bad job, and I hate yeah. that. So I say, you know what? This is a great idea. I'm just not prepared to do it right now. Well, you've never been to Brazil, right? No, I've not. Oh. I need to go. So you, everything that you love, your, your ability to teach, Mm-hmm. Your ability to be an entrepreneur mm-hmm. and your ability to look at the black diaspora yeah. will all come together in Brazil. I, I spent a lot of time there and wow. it, is, um, it is phenomenal. At one point, I was talking to Stout oh, about wow. bringing Carol's daughter to Brazil. Wow. And we had funny conversations about I'm that. I'm sure. Yeah. Um, but uh, I'm big on Brazil. I think it's, it's, it's an amazing market for people okay. of color. They say there's, every Brazilian has 1% African in them. Wow. And uh, it, is a, it is an incredible place and they are. An economy that, um, especially from a hair perspective, the, mm-hmm. the middle class is growing and emerging. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyway, we should talk about that. I had a meeting the other day with Nas's uh, partner and manager. Uh, and there's some investments that are happening oh, wow. in South America, and, and, and we should definitely everybody's talk about that. Moves, yeah, yeah. Everybody's making moves. Wow, I should invest in some things. You should invest in some things. I want to. You should. Yeah. We'll, we'll find some things for you to invest in. Yes. This has been amazing. Is there anything else that left unsaid, I guess? Um, 
Um, I don't think so. I think I cover pretty much all the points. You know, I always tell people they can find me on. Um, yeah, we're I'm, on I'm the interwebs. Curlbox, on the interwebs, I'm launching a new site. You're at Curlbox, so people, you're, you're not at my leak. I'm at my leak. I'm definitely at my leak. My leak has their own thing going on. My website, okay. you, you know, the current website is Curlbox, but I'm launching a new website, okay. mytaughtyou.com, which is this hashtag. What's it called? My M Y. I guess uh. people call me by mytaughtyou.com. Nice. Um, should be up by Friday. Is that the leadership kind of teaching place? Yep, the the teaching place that all of my sort of my way, nice. you know, the my leak way of doing things will be up and um, the build out is happening now okay the site build is happening now but the destination the landing page will be happening and i just completed like a journal um basically i have a i have a note taking and listing method similar to what you have going on there but a little bit more it's like there's a it's a system that i've used yeah there's no system here but yes there's a system that i've used and i flip i i that I've used for years to stay organized and I made it up on my own and so I'm going to be sharing it in this this journal I that's want going it. to be pre-selling yeah so there's a little bit of information oh my- on how I gave up giving up and how I got over myself and kind of telling people you know my sort of a little bit of my story and then I share my note list method oh wow um which is the left side for notes right side for listing but then or how we are to organize the list and how you check things off it's all about like touching things and then going for the next day so I have done a lot people are like wow you get so much done by yourself I did a lot of things by carrying this with me and being, and sticking to this so I'm gonna share that sign me up I need that yes I need so that. that'll be going on sale pre-order uh, February oh, it's 1st. an actual journal that it's I can an buy actual physical journal and You're the cover it. says learn more to earn more you, you are know. your grandmama's baby <laughs> <laughs> you got more skews than I know what to do with you have, I, I, I see the whole, this, this conversation has led me right. into the whole journey. You right. are the 2015 like. version <laughs> with a nice car yeah, and yeah. a nice life. And mm-hmm. you seem to really um, be, you know, it, it's like you're in a position that you inspire other people. Social media has given you the opportunity oh to, to not just sell product, mm-hmm. but to be a teacher and mm-hmm. to, be, um, to be an inspiration. Um, sure. And thank you for joining me today. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it.